Bill finally gave the Ringers Philly crew a podcast. I'm Ben Solak. And I'm Shiel Kapadia. That's right. Just a couple Philly guys with a new space to fire off some Eagles takes, get caught up in the Sixers chaos and more. We'll be coming to you twice a week on Sundays and Thursdays, plus bonus episodes whenever we get breaking news or Philly drama. Plus when Harden and Embiid somehow convince you suckers that this year's going to be different, our fellow Philly stands at the Ringer will have you covered on the Sixers and all your other favorite teams in town. It's Philly Sports Shield. What could possibly go wrong? Join the fun and follow the Ringer's Philly special now on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian, tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Shout out to that guy. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat on a week. One of those weeks you look forward to talking wrestling. Oh, yeah. There's a, a lot of good to say this week. If you're, I, I listen, there's going to be criticism, there always is. But if this was a week where you're showing up for anything but a lot of, uh, I think, joy, I, I think you could be disappointed. Now I haven't spoken to Dip yet. He could have complaints, but uh, I it's it's hard to think of them right now. Let's start out in Philadelphia, where we took in Extreme Rules with the physically large tech guy, Greg, and and with some with some cheap heat listeners. Um, as I was walking throughout the arena on Saturday, I ran into to a lot of listeners. Um, you know, before the show, during the show, and even after the show, on my way out. Um. Unfortunately, nobody when we were together, but I let them know that like you were around, that you were there. So if they kept if they kept searching, that they were gonna run into the mage one himself. 
Well, you know, but that would that would require minimum them having floor seats. I mean, and they're not yeah. going to catch me anywhere. <laughs> one, of them, one of them did have floor seats. Okay, there you go. <laughs> one of them did have floor seats. So he at least was in the right section to catch you uh, lurking about. But I want to just shout out the listeners. For, oh, that's for, dope. Yeah, yeah. Because this Saturday, it was a great show. And, um, you know, when you run into like-minded people, and like you said, just that joy that everybody has for wrestling and getting taking a good show and a night of great wrestling, it, it just makes it all the more better. So... You know, some would call them the the missing ingredient. Some would call them the main ingredient. But um, I just want to shout out the listeners. Yeah, no, I mean, SUG, of course, would prefer that they were just a virtual screen sitting in their house. But, you know, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but <laughs> it is cool when you see them in person. Um, uh, then we go to Los Angeles, um, soon to be joined by Troy the Goy and then myself later this week. Um, 35 at 35, Dipperstein. Um. Hotel Dipper Lago is on fleek lately. Oh, you can't get a room, by the way. You cannot so get a room. No. There's not a. There's no vacancy in sight. No, it's but what? What? Tell us honestly. I, I need to know the order. Go back like a couple of weeks, and then go forward a couple of weeks, and tell us the I ten of who's been who's been in the building. <laughs> oh, it, it's a packed I ten, dude. <laughs> I, I had a, a coworker from London staying with me for uh, for a week. And uh, now I have uh, Howard Tannenbaum from New York, uh, the great Howie Tannenbaum. But how, um, how, Howie was Dip's best friend, but, but he's in literally, what, every two weeks now? Two, three weeks? He's, he's yeah. I mean, he's traveling and traveling. Um, we have uh, T the G coming uh, tomorrow. And then we got <laughs> Peter Rosenberg. We yeah, but I'm, not, I'm not staying there. I'm not staying. I've no. I've actually moved on from staying at Dipper. It's too crowded for me. You know me. And and by the way, <laughs> it's it's a great place to stay, but there's no FedEx center. I need. You know, I need That's a true. FedEx. The, to the stay business there. center. We, no, you need a business center. You need somebody to press your suits. You need yep. room service, which, by the way, we could figure out how to how to how to arrange that. If there's and, international uh, delight, they can get some room service. Oh, they definitely have international delight. That's it goes without saying. But there's there's tons of flavors of coffee. Oh, and yeah. interesting sauces in in the in the refrigerator. Many different flavors of Lacroix. I got a uh, right now. I'm de- I'm dealing with cherry blossom, which tastes which tastes exactly like a cherry flavored Tootsie Roll pop. Wow. I don't know if you've tried. Yep, I, I don't know I if you've those. tried cherry blossom yet. No, I but not. I will. It's it's a new flavor. I knew it, Jay's, and it tastes exactly like a cherry Tootsie Roll pop. It's it, it, the exact flavor. Of a cherry Tootsie Roll pop, it's astounding. I oh, mean, I'm sold. Yeah. yeah, you've you've said all that needs to be said. I believe. If uh, you look through your little bucket of Tootsie Roll pops, if you're ever purchasing one at a store and there's like a little thing, and and you're a, you're you're a guy or gal that takes cherry, you're gonna like this this flavor of Lacroix. What what's it called? Cherry blossom. cherry blossom. That's interesting too because Natalie and my favorite ice cream by by leaps and bounds is from a place in the city called Holy Cream, and the flavor is cherry blossom. And it is Mayo. Interesting. Does it have like little pieces of cherry in it? Yes. I'm not no. a pieces of cherry and ice cream guy. Oh. No, bit. I need stuff in the ice cream. I just can't do the flavor. I need I need stuff. I need. It, I could do chocolate and graham cracker and, and cookie dough and all the- What's wrong with a piece of cherry? Of... It's a, they're, they're small. They're just little I, like- I can't do any fruit in ice cream. No fruit in ice cream. Not even the OG strawberry? Nope. I, I could do strawberry. I love strawberry ice cream, but okay, I okay. need it to be smooth and silky without any this, but encumbrances. This ice cream, I just need to explain. <laughs> this cherry blossom from Holy Cream 
is so smooth and creamy. It just has little bits of cherry in it. it where's is, where's Holy Cream? Is it Upper West Side? Is it, is it? There's several, actually. We go to the one in, we, we get delivery. So, you know, you end up spending $20 for a pint of ice cream. But, yeah, which is. <laughs> but we, we do I that. understand, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, 10 o- it's 10 o'clock on a Saturday, and you're like, all right, just spend the 20 bucks. Get us a pint yeah. right now. Prices are uh, so crazy everywhere now. I mean, it's just whatever it's things cost, it just, you know, you you you, you pray. Because let's you be honest. If he walked in to get the ice cream, it's probably like $14 anyway. No, no. I it's not that say, bad? Not bad. They, I think they're like nine, ten bucks. Okay, that's listen, not bad. Listen, people who live in cities. I've seen $12 right, a pint. There, Los Angeles City of Jays. Keep going. There <laughs> is a gas station in Beverly Hills where f- last week full service premium was eight sixty nine. Okay. Oh my god. Eight sixty nine in Beverly Hills. That is. Have you seen that before? No, no. never. That's something. No. What what what's the average right now? Like six fifty. Oh, I'm easily paying. I'm paying six ninety nine for. I have a diesel car. Okay. I, I regret having a diesel car, but I I, ha- I do have a diesel car, and I'm you know <laughs> ten dollars to fill the tank because it was the last Range Rover whatever I have like in America at the time that was available, <laughs> and, and they said, "Do you mind diesel?" I said, "I don't know what they you put in the thing and you press the button." Sure. How much more is diesel generally than regular? It's eighty-seven, eighty-nine, or ninety-one. It, it, it's 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 market price. It, it's just uh, oh, it's like, like Dover Soul. It's, it's like Dover Soul. Yeah, it is. yeah, it's lobster. It's Dover Soul. The diesel. It's it. diesel is the is the the Dover Soul of gasoline. Okay. Oh sometimes gosh. it's higher. Sometimes it's lower. There's uh, no predicting the price of diesel. I feel for you, Dip. I really do. He he only. <laughs> by the way, he That's only insane. got he only got diesel because of Kevin. Kevin Nash. Nash. That is the only reason he wanted to say diesel. I put on a fingerless glove every time I, I put the gas in the car. As you should. As you mm-hmm. should. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, so if anyone's in the Los Angeles area, if you see me on the street, say hello this week. It'll be brief. And then uh, there's a nice event we're doing for Hot 97 this Saturday if you're in the tri-state. We're, we're from 2 to 6 on Saturday. We're at Flippers, the uh, roller skating situation in Rockefeller Center. Um, and if you bring uh, supplies for classrooms, teacher supplies, you can come roller skate for free in Rockefeller Center with myself, Ebro, Laura, Miss Hatton will be there. It's going to be a great time. Now, are you going to be skating? You know, SGG, it's a great question that you ask. I have never, I don't, I cannot recall a true roller skating experience. I know I've put them on before and I felt right. it was like, whoa, these are not rollerblades. Right. I know oh, I know yeah. I've had but like I I may try, but I'm a little worried. Because I know rollerblading, if it was a rollerblading experience, I'd be comfortable. When was the last time you rollerbladed though? Rollerbladed? Still been years. Yes, because I bought rollerblades recently. <laughs> after, you bought hold on, after, hold on, hold on. You I, bought whoa, whoa. Back wait, up. Wait, wait, back, back up, up the drum. I'm just trying, because I'm your man's P, I'm I'm doing this for you. Okay. You're bought rollerblades recently after being open for a while. Greg, you definitely want to you definitely want to blade around a little bit before you before you step on the. Wait, wait, but why did you buy rollerblades in 2022? What's going on? I figured I was like, you know what, you know, I'm trying to get in shape a little bit. It's summertime. I got nothing to do most of the time. But so I'm just Greg. You have a car. Yeah, what, but some, what, sometimes you just want to <laughs> feel the. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just want to feel the wheels under your feet. I mean. 
I gotta tell you, you're, you're out entirely the, too all, big to be rollerblading. Out of all the no, strange no. things about Greg, <laughs> this is this is this is this is the Mount no, no. Rush of strange things. No, no, <laughs> he's he's now RBG. This is, this is tier one, tier one. <laughs> Rollerblader, Greg. I'm, P, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Okay, you do not want to step onto the step on that cold to that rink. Oh no, no. What, what I'm telling you is this: roller skating is way crazier than rollerblading. Oh, it definitely have, is. It definitely yeah, like, is. I, the reason I'm fine on rollerblades, and I still wouldn't go out on the street moving around, but the reason I could like go to a rink and do it is only because of ice skating because it feels the same thing. But roller skating feels nothing like anything. Nope. Like you got let, the, let me, the, the there are wheels everywhere. You're sliding and sliding. <laughs> can I comment on this? Please. Can I comment on this, please? I think they're, not to make it about myself, but why no. not? I, just like I haven't been in the ocean in 15 years, and I may never be in the ocean again, I think there's a very good chance that I will never rollerblade for the rest of my life. What are your thoughts? I I, I don't plan on doing uh, it ever again. I feel like I'll it's never pretty high. I have I, rollerblades, and I may never rollerblade again for the rest of my life. <laughs> so, SGG, how many times, be honest, how many times since you got them did like you use them? Three. And where are you doing this rollerblading in, in a major city like Philadelphia? Yeah, just on the, the street. No, on the street. I didn't, make, I didn't make it to the rink yet. Can you imagine driving down the street and seeing that guy Greg in rollerblades going to the the market? You know what you'd say? You'd say, "Oh my God, uh, Ahmed Johnson's trying to get back in the ring." <laughs> That's, he's not counting thing. down for the rumble. You're like, I know who's making a turn. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna rollerblade into the rumble. I mean, because I just feel like you're SG, you're so tall. Like it, it's a, the whole thing is a disaster waiting to happen. No, don't do that. <laughs> to get yourself a Peloton and call it a day, okay? <laughs> I, by the way, I really, I got to tell everyone, I'm now, like, whatever, six months into this Peloton situation. It's the most consistent thing I've ever used. I set a rule when I got it. I said I will I thought never. Clap, giving you a slow clap. I will, yeah, right. I will <laughs> never put a piece of clothing or a towel. Nothing will ever go on this Peloton. It will always just be there for exercise. And as of right now, I'm still on that sucker three or four times a week. It's it's a great time. What does it Listen, do? I mean, other than simulate riding a bicycle, what what does this Peloton do? There's like classes, you? right? You gotta pay. For yeah, I mean, classes. all I all I do, I don't go on like any of the like trails where you're watching videos. All I do is the classes where there's a teacher yelling at you, and the teacher yells at you, and you they they say now you need to go up to this high, and you turn the thing and get harder. Then we stand up. Now we sit down, and you just go on the. You just have to do what they say. Do you but have because, to do it? Do you have to live? <laughs> Good, question, like Dip. Good question. I I really I I really I do I feel, you do have to. You feel they're like yelling you have at to. they're yelling at you live in real time. You're being yelled at in real time. No, no, I never do live ones. I just go pick like it's whatever. simulated yelling. No, it's it's actual yelling that happened maybe six months ago. I'm just watching a class now. But I'll, so you're, jump. you're watching you're watching delayed yelling. Correct. Yep. I can delayed handle yelling. that. I don't want to be live yelled at. No, I could do, no that's what you I mean. don't want them to be like dipper yelling. You're not yeah, no, standing. No, no, no. no, no yeah, you, I would, I would hate it if they called me out. I, I really want you to get one. I, I feel like you'd do well with it, and you, I know the place in your house where you could put it. You have yeah. that space that overlooks the living room, or whatever. Nothing to do with that it's space. Called a loft. There. Yeah. The, what do you mean nothing to do? What are you gonna do I'm, with the loft? I'm gonna buy some this furniture. <laughs> and no one's gonna sit there ever. There's no. The only thing that you would do with a loft is like on a, if you had a huge party where your house was filled to the brim. People could like stand up there and have a drink. Yeah, it's but it's a that, fill to the brim. Stand up and have a drink room. 
how often, but that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> and on the rare occasion where it does, you wheel the Peloton to the guest room, you put it in there, and that's it. But otherwise, you could have a little exercise area. It would be very easy. And the Peloton's better for your back. You're not running. You're not, He's I, not sold. Is listen, it better for the back, or is it good for the back? I well, no, I can't say that. Uh, you for your back, I have no idea what's good for your back. <laughs> for me, I I hate running. I think running is the most repugnant exercise in the business. Uh, again, again, nobody I likes running, running. Running in the same category as rollerblading and going in the ocean. Never doing it. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I, oh, I have to really. My life would have to be truly in true danger for true me danger. to be running. Okay, before we 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 actually should get to the wrestling of it all. The last thing I want to say that has nothing to do with wrestling, <laughs> as we're now 14 minutes into the podcast. The last thing I'd like to say. Yesterday I went to Fairway. They did not have whipped cream cheese of any sort. I wanted to have cream cheese yesterday because I knew for dinner I was just making myself like scrambled egg whites and an English muffin. And I was like, I want some cream cheese. That the cream cheese is the only flavor I'm having on the in the meal. So I <laughs> right. need I need the cream cheese. Um and they didn't have any whipped, no temp tea, no whipped Philadelphia that I wanted. They had like flavor. How do they get away I, with that? In New York, I don't know. I ended up buying just a Philadelphia original cream cheese, not whipped. That's what you eat? Is that what you choose? No, I was a whipped guy for years. I was okay. all, I was whipped only. And I have recently started purchasing the original as well. And it's, I got to tell you, it's quite nice. I, I, I got to tell you, I hated it. I thought it was <laughs> repulsive. No, you no you like only whipped, only fluff. I only want fluff. Oh, well, no, no. I'm good with getting regular original cream cheese at a bagel place they that they often they usually have that's all they have but the philadelphia original plain unwhipped to me was flavorless flavorless, flavorless. it was like goo it was just rubbing you need, you need whipping you need whipping in order to, to bring the flavor out in the in the cream i, I need I, you know you know what i think you know what i think i i think philadelphia is garbage well tempt these better <laughs> in philadelphia I think this is why you know this is why I need to get into the cream cheese game because Philadelphia is trash. Not they the have city. a, had a great time. monopoly. <laughs> the, the Philadelphia people have a monopoly they, over they cream do. cheese. They, they do. practically do, and yeah. it's not good. Like I was like, I was just not impressed by it at all. So has there needs to be there needs to be a a flag waiver on the cream cheese monopoly going on in, in, in with Philadelphia, don't you think? By the way, I never called Is the guy Is anyone paying who, attention to this? I never called the guy who emailed me about the cream cheese. I have to text him today. I want to have a conversation about this. Yeah, I yeah, want it, in on the cream cheese business. If, if last night wasn't the sign that you need to get in the game, then I don't Come know on. what it is. And you know what I did? I stopped by the bodega on the way home from work last night, and my little corner store down here had Temp Tea, and I just, it was like six ninety nine because it's the bodega. I just bought a thing of Temp Tea. Thank you very much. Give me real cream cheese. You know who's getting the you know who's getting the uh, Philadelphia? With all due respect, with all due respect, sorry, Bear and Rocky are the only ones getting that Philadelphia. I'm not touching. <laughs> At least you're making use of it. At least it's not going straight in the trash. Let me tell you something. And for anyone out there listening who's never done this, if you have to give your dogs pills, peanut butter is obviously an option many people use. I use it a lot. If you've never used cream cheese, oh, they love the cream cheese. Little little pill in there in the cream cheese. Do whatever you need to do. All right, um, I guess we should start. SGG, is there anything outside of the ring 
Or are we just jumping right into extreme? There's a there's a lot outside the ring, but we can what? just we can hit them. We can just hit them. All right, quick, go hit them quick. Quick, and we'll, we'll give a quick comment. You you give it to us, and me and Dip will hit you with a quick comment. John Moxley signed a five year contract extension with AEW. It was announced on Friday that he will be exclusively with AEW, performing just at AEW and their business partners, such as New Japan Pro Wrestling, for the next five years. So that means no indie dates, no, no GCW. No GCW. In fact, he dropped the GCW title, I believe, this weekend. In AC to, to Gage, right? Yes. And he's planning on having an expanded role where he's uh, doing some mentoring and coaching backstage, along oh, yeah. with, obviously, performing and serving okay. for now in his duties as AEW champion. Congratulations. Congratulations to Mr. Moxley on his new contract. Next. Yeah, I, let me, I, I do want to add, that's a very long contract. Um, I would not have recommended him doing that. I have no idea what's going to happen over the course of five years to a new company. And if you think that you're never going to want to ever set foot in WWE again, especially now that they've changed it from the top down, I think that's an ill-advised decision. Continue. Andrade and Sammy Guevara get into a fight uh, backstage. It's uh, not one thing, was, it's another. This was precipitated by Andrade giving an interview where he he touched on a lot of topics. He was very candid, and one of those topics was Sammy Guevara and the fact that Sammy seemed to be, um, how do he say? He complained about being hit too hard in some of their matches. Sammy took exception to this. This started a verbal spat on Twitter that ended with Andrade saying, I'll see you Wednesday, and that he did. And they got into a fight. It was reported by TMZ initially that both men had been sent home, but then over the course of the night, it became clear that so only Andrade was sent home as Sammy performed and won in the main event. And Andrade's match scheduled for Rampage on Friday was canceled. So the, uh, it sounds like the things Sammy said about back to Andrade were pretty inflammatory. Yes. he he's, Basically, he were, no one cares about you. Why don't you go back to WWE, which we all know you're going to do, and no one's going to care about you there, and blah, 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 right? Go back to WWE is not the insult that I think Sammy th- <laughs> Thinks it, thinks it is, especially with Andrade having big. Um, well, apparently it is though. SGG. because <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andrade showed up and said these are fighting words. Um, <laughs> can I just? I, my only thought on this was, you guys know, talent wise and potential wise, I really think Sammy offers a lot. Dude, relax. Like you, you have not proven a thing in this business. He talks so much ish to so many people. Like I get it, you're you're good looking, you're super talented, you have a beautiful wife. He's got a lot going on for him that's really a lot of positive. Potential. A lot of potential. Chill out, bro. You you haven't he hasn't have realized you, the potential. Has he ever drawn money in a real way? Like have you ever has no. Sammy Guevara yet ever been the focal point of bringing people to a pay per view event? No. You're, so it, like, can we wait until you talk a lot of trash? And also someone of Andrade's caliber. I, I mean, I'm not saying Andrade's Ric Flair, his father-in-law, but he's a hell of an in-ring talent. Um, and uh, listen, Sammy's right. <laughs> Andrade probably will come go back to WWE, <laughs> and I, I hope he does. Yes, I, I do too, honestly. It hasn't been a good fit. I mean, beyond beyond their thing, it's just for whatever reason, it does, it does seem like Andrade's been a weird fit there. Dipperstein, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, no one should be fighting in the workplace. Shoot fighting, okay? This is yeah. let's not forget. This is a workplace. No one should Emphasis be fighting. Emphasis on work. Work. <laughs> right. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. All right. Speaking of people fighting shoot fighting in the workplace, uh 
Tony Khan gave a lengthy interview with Ariel Helwani, which um, he he said a lot in this interview. But the one thing that seemed to catch people's attention was when he revealed uh, some of the names who had office jobs in AEW and seemed to reveal that CM Punk was among those with an with an office role within the company. I, let, let's. Let, I can't even talk about this crap. I, I <laughs> yeah, here yeah, to talk about this crap. That I, I mean. I okay. didn't see this would, at all. I, I don't even know the story. Um, I don't. What's there to even say about this? The, I feel like that complicates things in terms of uh, the fallout. Who knows from if it's even scrum. true? It's who knows what the. Well, they all. Is. It's all complicated though because we already know that the elite all have office jobs. So like, <laughs> it's all sort of whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say I don't care enough either at this moment to 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 take time away from Extreme Rules and and Monday Night Raw. All right, and moving right along, and this the last one I want to hit. Um, we didn't touch on this last week, and I guess we're going to touch on it when we get into Extreme Rules, but Rob Fee was hired as WWE's director of longtime creative, um, a gentleman we know well. Um, it was reported that he was heavily involved in the, the Bray Wyatt, White Rabbit, QR codes, the whole campaign. Um, so, yeah, uh, he worked at Marvel, worked at Disney, I think is a great hire for for WWE. Hopefully he's not just involved in the Bray Wyatt stuff, I'll say. Hopefully he's involved um throughout creative throughout the company. But um but I guess we'll, well see. Yeah, I didn't I, I missed this too, that this was like an internet story. Like I didn't realize that it had become a thing until I saw Rob this weekend <laughs> and, and I it, it became a thing. But I mean listen, Rob has a ton of followers on social media, you know, for a guy who's um who's mostly been a behind the scenes guy, right? Like a writer and a pundit of sorts on social media when it comes to wrestling. Real low key, honestly too. (laughs) And he's got a hundred thousand followers. So I guess people, you know, people in the wrestling business clearly know Rob. Well, I'm predicting legend status for Rob fee. Yeah. As as (laughs) a member of the wrestling community already proven to, to create the something of all somethings of 2022 in wrestling. I, I I think we're going to be overflowing with some things as a result of, uh, Listen, there's, of there's, Rob's Rob's presence at the organization. I told Rob the other day, there's only one there's only one path for him. He needs to go full Russo. Okay, <laughs> start out blazing hot genius, and then just become a maniac who never stops talking trash to anyone. We had a we had a great moment though. I I, I hope I can say this. I, yeah, Rob wouldn't give a damn. So. After the pay per view, we went out for a, we went to the the hotel bar and had a drink, and we're hanging out uh, a lovely a lovely little group. And I go to the bar to get a water, and the gentleman behind the bar, as he's filling my water, goes, "Yo, Rosenberg, yo, tell me, man, I'm not kidding." He goes, "Who came up with that Bray Wyatt White Rabbit thing, man? Who came up with that?" And I looked at him and I went. Really? And he was like, yeah. And I went, hold on one second. Turned around. I went, Rob. <laughs> and I and I waved my finger for him to come over. <laughs> and Rob walks up, walks up. And I said, sir, this is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was like, yo. It was so cool. It was so cool. Like, I went and did a, a Jets tailgate the next day. Man, the amount of people coming up to me and talking to me about the Bray White Rabbit thing, it's like, it's beyond belief. It's how much people are in love with it. And now, 
we get to the interesting part. Obviously, that's how we can segue right there from Extreme Rules to Extreme Rules perfectly. That's how they closed the show after the fight pit match was the the reveal of Bray, which I thought was done beautifully and really fun. Now my question for you guys is, we now know he's going to SmackDown. What is happening? With I think- what do you do with the guy? This build has been amazing. Now what, Dip? What's Rob, next? Rob, one of my very good friends, um, teased to me that they might be um, making him Jewish. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> he might become that's a, a Jewish a Jewish character. Um, that's Mage. That's Mage. I, I think Bray, that Rothstein, what do they go? What would they go name wise? Um, yeah, that's right. Um, here, here's Wittenberg. what I'll say about. Here's what I'll say. In all seriousness, here's what I'll say about Bray Wyatt. Um, I have come to the conclusion after looking at the entire WWE roster that there are two, in my opinion, contenders for Bray Wyatt. One is Austin Theory and the other one is Braun Strowman. If you go down the roster besides Roman Reigns, no one at this current moment who is even elevated in any capacity or could be to main event status or in it feels like they could be the person to feud with Bray Wyatt. Now, they are talking about bringing in Bo Dallas. Uh, you've heard that, you know, sort of been on the, you've, you've seen that on the dirt sheets in the last week or so. You know, maybe they invent someone for him to feud with. But right now, if you look down the roster, besides like Austin Theory, who has momentum, but is in a feud with Johnny Gargano, or Braun Strowman, who doesn't really have much going on right now, there isn't an obvious person for Bray to be feuding with. You could go down the whole roster. We could do it right now. You're not going to find the the easy answer. So whoever's coming up with this, Rob, Bray, Hunter, whoever it is, has their work cut out for them to try to figure out how to interweave a, a an actual wrestling feud into um, his new character. Thank you very much. And I, I, well, I, I agree. I think it is very tough. I think there may be more options than you just said. I, I can think of a couple that I think could Go ahead. work. Who, who are they? I think Seth could work with Bray. Yeah, because here's the thing. Do we think if Bray is going to be a heel or a face? That's the first I, thing. He's going like, to be cheered. He, he's going to put him in. He's going to be cheered right now. So in the immediate, you kind of have the option, I feel like, to put him with whoever. From but a, Seth, from a, Seth just got that title. I assume it was to take the right. title off of... Correct. Bobby, though, so that Bobby could feud with Lesnar. Isn't it crazy, though? I love wrestling. Wrestling's such a crazy business. You have a title on Bobby. Now we need Bobby to be bigger than the U.S. title because we need him to feud with Brock Lesnar. Get that title off of him. It makes him look <laughs> smaller. You know what I mean? We need to. He can't be U.S. champion. But he'd rather Seth. No, Seth. Seth is I better off with the U.S. than than. I hear what you're saying. He is a little big at this stage, certainly, obviously, for it. But he also hadn't had a title in nearly a thousand days. So, yeah. And also this a- year, he lost every major pay-per-view except for the Rumble, which he won by DQ. He lost every I didn't- everywhere else he lost. Can I tell you, Dip, what did you pop more for last night? The return of Brock or Gallows and Anderson? Gallows and Anderson. I popped big it was- for it. I, I thought I- it was great. Pretty- I actually loved it. Like, I, if you guys haven't watched the episode yet for some reason, essentially AJ Styles comes out to see the Judgment Day and acts, and I, I bought it. I fully Same. believe, I, I just thought, oh, okay, this is where they're, because a lot of people have been speculating, will AJ join the Judgment Day? So I'm like, oh, AJ is going to join the Judgment Day. He gets down on a knee, he gets up, blah, 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 big hug. And then 
says, I wasn't talking about you, and Gallows and Anderson come out, I pop. I was, I was on the Peloton at the time, actually. I almost fell off. That's how excited I was. <laughs> so I, I have I, a question I, for I both got, of you. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead, SGG. Carl Anderson is currently a champion in New Japan. Hmm. Which title? Never Openweight Championship. Okay. He, New Japan. Sounds like a new AEW title. <laughs> it probably has appeared on AEW. Um, new Japan's social media account retweeted the video from WWE welcoming Gallows and Anderson back to WWE. Is this a sign that there is a partnership between WWE and New Japan? I mean, he hasn't been stripped of the championship right away. Even on uh, the Wikipedia page for the championship, it straight up says it's held by WWE Raw superstar Carl Anderson currently. I, I don't think it's open? a sign of. I don't think it's a sign of a, any sort of partnership. I just think it's an indicator of WWE is in a place now where the decision making is not based on old school rules. It's based on what makes sense. And why do we care if if they appear in NJPW? It just doesn't. Yeah, it, it just doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. I I got it. That's not, what I think. Not, not to change the subject. Okay, I'm but not here changing you go. the subject. But but here, here's what I'll say. WWE is back in a major oh, yeah. way. Oh yeah. I I hope they can keep this up. I think with the addition of Rob Fee, that anything is possible. <laughs> yeah. But but and I mean that. Okay, not just because he's my friend. But I, I mean that. I think he's a wrestling genius. Okay. Well, he's already proven himself. Like you said, he gave us the somethings, the something of somethings in a year he, where Cody came back. You know, you could, um, you, you could the argue. Championship was unified. Gaw- it's top tier argue, something for the year. You could argue he's Gawartz Jace or perhaps Gawartz Plus. Uh, let's, all, let's, <laughs> let's calm down. Let's, okay. all, let's let them in. I, I just said that to pop you. I, but here's, yeah. here's, here's, what, here's what I'll say. Every week, Consistently now, it's becoming must-see TV again, and it has been years. So let's take a moment to just think about that, okay? The element of surprise which has been missing from our televisions watching WWE has been gone for almost a decade, okay? Definitely the last five years. So, you know, having been through the horrible COVID era of the, the, the Stat Guy Greg screens and the, and all all the all the misery that was no crowd and and sort of just the element of surprise was gone now we have entered a new 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 era which feels mage and i i, I 100% co-sign that I, I i'm sorry i i don't think there's a, listen who you apologize to i have brian mann texting me during episodes of raw like last night going this is an unbelievable episode of Raw. And he made a great point at the end of the night. And I, we use Brian as an example because he can be very critical. During the Vince, up until Vince leaving, he was critical, it seemed like, of every single thing that happened in WWE. A lot of it merited, sometimes a little bit of hate, but all good. He, he, he wrote at the end, he thought because they were closing out with DX that it meant there would be a storyline that was furthered with DX in that last segment. And I, and I thought that logic made sense. In the end, it didn't happen. It was sort of a, a just a generic celebration. And he was like, wow, what an episode of Raw when the DX reunion was the worst segment. Yeah. but Because for the last five years, that would have been the main thing you want to see. And between the Brock return, the Gallows and Anderson of it all, some of the matches and just general story, it was the DX part was cute, but it was just a, it was a cherry. 
It was just a cherry on what he, was an amazing episode. Yeah, and it, it literally was just like a send the fans home happy segment that didn't do much to take attention from, like you said, the rest of the show. And um, Dip, you talked about the element of surprise. Let's back it up to Friday, right? Because, yeah, Bray returns on Saturday. Sure. We get that, which was surprising, even though everybody saw it coming. It was the execution of it. But we got Legado del Fantasma up from NXT being paired with uh, Zelina Vega. Um, they debut attacking Hit Row, reveal themselves, and they declare that they're going to be a force on SmackDown. The element of surprise was woven throughout the season premieres of both of these shows. And I almost feel feel cheated by the fact that we had some season premieres that were so mage that these season finales that we supposed to get were were, were not really delivering something. If we're going to get these mage season premieres, give us some some mage season finales too. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I a thousand percent agree with that. But but like every single segment of Raw and SmackDown furthered a storyline. I mean, how good of a job are they doing with Judgment Day and the Mysterios? Yeah, I mean, and Edge. This is like, and now with AJ, I mean, they have well, and now and Rhea and Beth. Yes, Rhea and Beth. They've the armband was a, was an amazing touch. Totally. The the fact that we don't know what they're doing next with Judgment Day between all the feuds with Beth Edge, AJ Gallows and Anderson now, and um, and Rey Mysterio. I mean, that to me seems like the ultimate Survivor Series match. Judgment Day versus AJ, Gallows and Anderson, and Rey Mysterio. And then, you know, I don't know where you throw Edge, Edge into the mix on that. I mean, there's there's all of a sudden endless possibilities at Survivor Series that they may they may legitimately deliver on. Well, you no, no, don't we have it? We have Edge, AJ. Gallows and Anderson, and maybe even Beth Phoenix, who would be, who would be back by Survivor Series or Ray? What do we do with Ray though? Oh, but then there's Ray. Uh, okay, so maybe Beth. Oh no, Beth and Ray will be separate. So they'll do Beth and Rhea separate. Ray would be the fifth, they could. and then you go up against Ray, uh, Dominic, Damian, Finn. You who else do they get? That's it. But what they could do with the War Games is do three on three on three. Like they did at that first NXT War Games. I believe there was a War Games in WCW that did three on three on three. Now it's just about who's the third with Edge and Rey Mysterio because you have to think. You have to just know that Edge and Rey Mysterio is going to be a team. Can I tell you what team I would love to see uh, reformed and back at Survivor Series? This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. 
when you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Can I tell you what team I would love to see uh, reformed and back at Survivor Series? The Hurt Business. That's right. The Hurt Business. <laughs> Did you see MVP's I, tweet after Brock uh, beat up Bobby Lashley? No, what'd he say? <laughs> he was something to the effect of, uh, it's a shame. Those type of things didn't happen to him when he, ro- when he rolled with us. Hey, listen. Man's I, got a point. I, I would love, imagine the Hurt Business reformed with Omos in it. That you dip. You're telling me that's not a something at Survivor Series? Something. Something at Jace for if, sure. If, if you if you had Bobby, Omos, MVP, Cedric, and Shelton all together as, as a full faction. I mean, listen, they don't need to go full AEW and have 19 different factions where you can't keep up with who's in what faction. But I would love to see the Hurt Business come back together as well. I wonder, I, I wonder if we'll get multiple Survivor Series matches. It's, it's starting to feel like that's possible. Oh, God, that would be so mage if they did a traditional Survivor Series pay-per-view. Oh, how many times? Like, oh, they'll be begged for it every year. Triple H is giving us what we want. (laughs) Triple H is giving us what we want every step of the way. Why not just deliver on Survivor Series? I mean, it would be like an awesome poster again with all the teams. Oh, Oh, it would be so cool. It would be over like we're over. At least for old people like us. Yeah, (laughs) right. Who remember what 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 it once was. Um, Back in my day. So we're finally getting Bobby and Brock. Like that is literally, that was the big Brock story that I kept waiting for. I mean, I don't know how many times it came up. It was like, when are we going to get Brock and Bobby? When are we going to get Brock and Bobby? I've talked to Bobby about what, a year ago now? Yeah. When are we going to get Brock and Bobby? Um, And, uh, you you know, they did a good enough job keeping Bobby hot enough. I mean, listen, he hasn't had a real compelling story here in a little while, but they kept him with good matches and kept the U.S. title on him in a way that was effective to make him, you always know that he's still a top-tier guy. And now we're finally going to get what is like, because they threw them together for a second, but th- we need the story. Yeah, it was it was very much an, in case of emergency break glass uh, kind of deal. I think we'll get oh, a story the of the year. I hope. I hope we get a story. I think we will. I hope so too. I hope honestly that that this story builds to the point where we get them in the fight pit and and you lower you remove the ropes and lower the cage for them to step into the fight pit and and have a brawl. Um, whether you get an, whether you get DC to ref again or you get another MMA legend to come in and ref or you just have a traditional WWE ref, I don't care. But I think Brock and Bobby could be a feud that culminates in the fight pit versus a hell in a cell or some other vehicle that wwe usually uses to, to blow off a feud 
Speaking of uh, referees, let me tell you something about Daniel Cormier. G- guess what he wasn't ready to do? Um, have a match anytime soon. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be soon. It doesn't have to be soon. <laughs> no, he did not. When he came out, I was like, he did not. He did not give me I'm ready for a fight at this moment vibes. Um, but he is a very entertaining guy. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. He seemed really affable and approachable. I just never got a chance to talk to him. But he seemed to be having a great time. I don't know if you guys saw that he put up on social media that he rolled up on Booker T and catering. It was pretty funny because they've had their sort of playful uh, feud at times. <laughs> I see that. Um, but man, I, I just want to go back to the Judgment Day for a second. That concerto from Rhea to Beth was so scary looking. The way Beth took it, she she did like such an awesome yeah. job selling it. Yeah, it was one I, of the great I, concertos of our time. So- I saw her later and said, I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry to be such a mark, but I am happy to see you. Okay. <laughs> I literally almost had a heart attack. Hey, I, did, I so did, did I. Did you rewatch it's her that long hair? She he, he hit the hair. Or she hit she what, hit what? the hair. Like yeah. What, did, I, did I rewatch it? I've watched it like twice. Did you did you catch what Rhea says to Edge right before she hits the concerto? No, I couldn't understand it. So. You know they. You know how they set it up. Edge is like, "Oh, you'll never physically make me say I quit." So they go for the emotional "I quit," and they yes, use they Beth. forced him to say "I quit" to protect Beth from getting a concerto. And so Rhea leans in and says, "You taught us too well," and then hits the concerto anyway. And I just thought, Mwah, just because even if she just goes for it without saying anything, that one line added so much more uh, to the impact of it. It was. Uh, I've never enjoyed Rhea Ripley more than I'm. I'm enjoying her now. She's awesome. Yeah, same, same. Listen, sometimes when you're right, sometimes when you're right, you're right. Okay. And I told you guys when things weren't working out early. There's only one way it's going for Rhea Ripley. She's going to be an all-time great. Just got to give her time. They they had to find something to make her compelling. That was a classic example of we don't really understand what her NXT character is. Let's just put her in WWE and hope that it works out. And now they've given her something. Dominic, same thing. We, it was fine. It was fine. He got over just enough as Ray's son, but now we're getting something. Yeah. I mean, listen, it wasn't going great for her at the time. I stand by that. But uh, at, I understand that, but I, n- I never said it was going great at the time. As you prove, I, no, I was going to say, I was going to say, as you've proven, once again, uh, let it play out is undefeated because it played out. What she was doing wasn't going great, but they gave her something that she could sink her teeth into, which is what you said she needed. And uh, she's riding the rocket now. I mean, she's she's so talented. There's and, and happy birthday, her bird twenty sixth birthday is today as well. Um, she's so only twenty six. Yeah, that's <laughs> so crazy. By the way, I can't believe she's already twenty six because I remember the the first time I saw her at the May Young Classic in twenty eighteen, looking like Charlotte two point and she was like twenty one years old. She was a baby, so it, I can't believe she's already twenty six. To be honest with you. And she's just she's just starting to get to it. Let's let's talk about um, the, how great the chemistry is between Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano too. I mean, this is the, you know you know I don't want to I don't want to. I mean, wait, them. you know what we can't. I don't want to undersell them, but we don't have a lot of time on the show. And if you're going to talk about their uh, their chemistry, Sorry. then how do we not spend time talking about Sheamus and Gunther's chemistry? Oh my next, god! Next, yes, all time great chemistry on yeah. the chemistry Mount Rushmore. I I, I I think I texted this to the group chat. I said the chemistry Mount Rushmore has a new head of stone. <laughs> And and it's Seamus and and Gunther. I yes. mean, my God! Every time, uh, every there's every something match. going on. 
just it's it's just incredible. Every the way every these match. two are sweating all over each other, it really works. <laughs> yeah, it's oh yeah, they're sweating up a storm. <laughs> sweating, uh, sweating galore. Slippery, sweating wrestling going on. I told P at the show, I was like, I, I don't know what I didn't know what a Donny Brook was going in, but it it's one of my like if if you tell me that Sheamus is going to be in a Donny Brook match, I'm dialed in. More bonus points if it's Sheamus and Gunther because that was here's, a lot of fun. Here's the better question: Is there anything that's not working right now? Hmm. Um, I I still the Bailey Dakota Kai st- and Dakota Kai. And yeah, the, I was gonna say Shrider. damage control is not working damage as well as I is, thought it would work. It's it's got a chance. They need a little bit more of an not, identity than they but here's, do now. Here's here's what I think the challenge is with damage control. Right, is because it's Bailey. Everybody expects it to be operating at a certain level, but Bailey really is sort of being tasked with the with the job of creating two stars right now in Dakota and EO and then possibly a third star depending on who they feud with so that's a lot of a lot of heavy lifting so I don't know if I'm ready to call it a failure no 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 it's it's it's, it's definitely too early to call it a failure but it's but it's, it's, it's but in terms of the list of things that I'm like when I watch I go I'm not all the way sold here yeah um, and the expectations by the way shout out shout out to our friend Brant um our friend Brandon Cousins, who loves to send us drops. Here's what he has oh, from because? last time. I appreciate this. Here we go. You don't say yeet. <laughs> Followed by, of course. Yeet. <laughs> also. Yeet. Yeet. Nah, mean. <laughs> did, did you guys catch <laughs> yeah, when, when Graves said that? That was so random. <laughs> yeet. Nah, mean. Now, that being said, also, if we're going to mention Graves, got to uh, congratulate uh, my good buddy Kevin Patrick for getting the that was that was the outside the ring. Oh yeah, do. I didn't even talk about the shakeup on the announced teams. Um, yeah, oh, the Kevin big Patrick's a great guy. Confirmed. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed him. Level is he mentioned the oh. mentioned the cinch. He, he mentioned the cinch plus. How about mentioned that? Mentioned the cinch plus. Mench of the cinch. And by the way, and Drake Maverick has the funniest bit he does with Kevin Patrick. I love it. What's the bit? He in. Anytime someone comes up and meets Kevin Patrick, it happened. That, but that was basically our group for Saturday night into Sunday. Anytime anyone says hello to him and blah, 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 he's like, can't you tell what a piece of shit this guy is? He's such a piece of shit. He's a dirt bag. He's a disgusting dirt bag. Because KP is the sweetest man who's ever lived. So, and it's like the real deal. He's just that warm. I'm not kidding. We ordered a cheesesteak. From where? From the, the hotel car. bar or just... No, no. On the way to the hotel, we ordered cheesesteaks. We just found a place nearby. Never heard of it in my life. Okay. Because I was going to join, but then I was like, this doesn't exactly sound like an invite. So I'm going to. Well, no, I didn't, I, I didn't even have a plan. All right, all right. I didn't even. I didn't. I literally left. KP asked for a ride. And then I said, and then he was like, I'm star. I'm starving. You want to eat? And I said, well, we're in Philly, dude. Have you ever had a cheesesteak? He, he said, said no. no. I said, we should. Yeah, I said, no, we should order cheesesteaks. I mean, the man's not American. I should, he true. doesn't live in. Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> so we we picked up uh, cheesesteaks and just went and ate them sitting in the bar. And on the phone, KP, literally, he's so nice. He ended up hearing a whole sa- a legitimate sad sob story from the person on the phone. And by the time we were done, he's getting them tickets the next time we're in Philly. Like, he's he is wow. a mensch of the sench. He sounds like so give, he sounds like so the type give, of guy that uh, I don't even think he needed to hear the sob story. No. Well, no. 
He's that sweet a guy. Yeah. But he the reason he heard the sob story is because he's so nice and warm and polite. Um, but I just asked, you know, I haven't looked at what Twitter was saying yesterday, but I told I told KP this. I said, listen, with all due respect to Jimmy, he was cool. He's a pro, solid, solid guy. I said, but it's not like people what's gonna happen is I said on your first night. All of a sudden, people are going to make Jimmy Smith Jim Ross. Yeah, that's uh, what's going to happen. Which it is the nature of the beast. So disgusting like, behavior, not, by the way. It's not, and it's not a dig at Jimmy, who did a fine job getting thrown into a job he wasn't he wasn't working in WWE, and he showed up one day and started doing it. Did a fine job, but like people weren't talking about him like he was Jr. when he was there. But the second he's gone, and you hear a new voice, you're going to go, "Oh my God, Jimmy Smith, relax, please relax." Be, be cool and take your time, and I think Kevin Patrick's going to find his voice and be terrific. He's a wonderful guy who works so hard. Um, so uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for KP. Kathy Kelly is back. Yeah, she's going to be doing backstage stuff. Was it on? I believe it was on SmackDown, right? They announced Raw. Her? She's on Raw. She's on Raw. Byron's going backstage um, on Raw, which I think is going to be a good role for him. Yeah, and they and they seem to make him sort of a prominent backstage interviewer yesterday. Um, Dipperstein, Kathy Kelly sends her love. She told me she sees you in Los Angeles. Yes, much love to Kathy. Um, and we're going to do some mailbag right now. Dipperstein, I will see you in uh, Los Angeles in a couple of days. Stay mage. Enjoy yourself, Dip. There he is, the very busy Brian Dipperstein. Um, let's go to, as promised, SUG. We have not gotten to do mailbag the last couple of weeks. This is a, this is going to be a week to do it, though, I think. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's always nice to get some uh, happy mailbag. You know, how often do you get? How often do we get happy mailbag? <laughs> me me we get never. Complain mailbag. Well, and by the way, I don't even know happy it is. I haven't even looked yet to see what people are saying. But m- 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 mail. We're going to find out. Uh, let's start out with. What's up, Sweet Pete, Dip, and Honorary Juice? <laughs> we still have to work on the Honorary Juice shirt. Um, I was listening to an MJF interview on a non-wrestling podcast. When MJF stopped to pick up his phone, paused for a couple of moments before saying at the end, stay mage, Dip, around 1022. This had me marking out and wondering if we will be seeing Dip come out as management for the firm on the next episode of Dynamite. <laughs> Jewish JR voice, he adds. Oi vey, it's the Majent himself. <laughs> um, couldn't resist, as this must be addressed for the Peckerheads. Lashana Tova. Um, thank you, Ben. And I, I listen, I, I will leave Dip to answer <laughs> yeah, his own Dip questions. Dip on the right question. Yeah, I love Dip to answer his own questions. But I know that there's uh, I, I heard that there were some Easter eggs in a similar fashion in the Sam Roberts interview with MJF. Yeah. Yes, they were. Um, all right. Let's keep it going. Mail. Uh, what's up, guys? After hearing about you guys talk about the headaches that come with being a homeowner and getting contractors to actually show up as a new homeowner at Jace year and a half, the worst of the group has to be trying to get a landscaper to show up. <laughs> After calling four companies and none showing up, I bit the bullet and bought a lawnmower to do it myself. Keep up the great work and stay mage. P.S. The name for Peter and his bride-to-be's new home should be the Bagel Emporium. 
Thanks, Dom. Mail. Maynard, regular Maynard. He hits us up and says, uh, Cheap Pete, honorary juice, Greg, and forever 35, even after 35 dip. <laughs> this Jay Uso versus Sami Zayn bloodline storyline can be really epic. They keep talking about Roman going to Hollywood, but if they keep this up, Jay might go there first. But before we get to the conclusion, which would still be months away, I'd like to propose a couple of scenarios. One is a rivalry with Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo. Um, these talented wrestlers can have a two-month rivalry with the Usos. That could elevate them as well. By the way, I would like to propose this tag team uh, be called We the Wands. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't know if you can do that. Also, I want a scenario wherein Jay couldn't wrestle and Sami Zayn had to replace him for a tag title match or else the Usos forfeit. Mm. Sami replaces Jay and they win and then share the tag team championship between the three of them under Freebird New Day rules. That would really increase the tension between Jay and Sammy even more. That Maynard, that's that a is, great idea. That is an absolutely great idea. That is so much uh, better than We the Wands. We're going to table We the Wands. No, no, no. By the way, he's got a lot of good stuff in here, though. <laughs> Not only that, then he says, lastly, when Sammy's ousted from the bloodline and teams with Kevin Owens, I want their team to be called the Wild Sam Owens. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty genius. That's pretty genius stuff. But we gotta get um, we gotta get Maynard a job. Mail. Peter writes us and says, "Hey guys, doubt this will be aired on the number one sports and recreation podcast, but just wanted your guys' take on the recent camera work on WWE. They go from one camera angle to an, another so quickly that I feel it's taking away from the flow of the matches instead of enhancing it. It looks sloppy and is just plain annoying to watch. I feel Dipperstein will concur." Also, as a fellow Peter, I've now been paying more attention to who calls me Pete versus Peter. Gentlemen, your content and takes are pure gold. Sincerely, Peter from day one. Um, thank you for that, Peter um, or Pete, whatever your preference. And also, no, I haven't noticed it. I mean, listen, I always think that that over-the-top jump cutting on every punch is a little annoying and distracting. I feel like they slowed that down. Yeah, I haven't noticed it to be worse these days. Um, that's just me. Um, let's see. Kevin. Male. Is Roman Reigns on any of y'all's Mount Rushmore yet? Stay mage, Kevin. Uh, I'll dip. Uh, um, SGG is the only one who I think he could be. So I'll ask SGG. Yeah, he's, t- I, I, you know, we've rebranded. We've rebranded. The listeners have to know we don't do Mount Rushmore anymore. We do top tier. That is some more space to put more True. than four in that True. Upper, upper level. True. And for me, Roman Reigns is is in that upper, upper level, um, especially after this championship run. Um, I've enjoyed most of it. If I had to throw a percentage on it, I'd say I'd enjoyed like 90% of it. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely entered it. Because at the end of the day, I, I used to be of the mindset that greatest of all time was locked down for Brett forever. But now I'm more open to letting all time be inclusive of all time. And Roman Reigns is... Just he's coming in. He's he's in the tier one for me. I am very uh, I think that's a very good way of putting it. Okay, I really, really do. Like we don't need to do it to make it four. if it's four. No, I'm not not calling him a I'm not calling him a top four of all time guy, but it's so hard to do with anyone. Yeah, but this run has been super mage. And I got to tell you, the thing I think I'm popping from the most week to week is 
the nuance of Sammy, man. Yeah. Like the dancing, how hard he dances to the music, which is not danceable music. <laughs> like have you like he he's rocking so aggressively. He's he's comfortable. Time. That's what it is. He's getting more and more comfortable as the honorary ooze. It's so good. Um, but wait, I don't see. think you finished your thoughts. So, would, are m- you putting m- him m- up m- 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 in tier m- one? Or if, tier so, if it's just one, four, no. But if it's more than it's four, just four, tier no. One, well, the question for me would be like, you know, who's not in my top tier? Because like, if my top tier doesn't have <coughs> Cena, does it have Roman? Did he jump Orton? Cassie. This is why I that, that's hard for me. That's why it's very hard for me to say. This is why for me I say yes, right? Because the other guys in my top tier, none of them have a championship run that has been as great as this championship run from Roman. Now, granted, it's been years long, right? But even if you segment it out and say, okay, let's take this feud or this couple of feuds or whatever, he still has the the best run. Of them all. If you think about like the year-long feud with Brock that he just concluded, the Jey Uso stuff in the beginning. Okay, so a bunch of them might be able to leapfrog that Kevin Owens trilogy at the beginning of his championship run. But um when he emerges as the tribal chief after he smashes and stacks Edge and Daniel Bryan, like this is iconic stuff that he's done. And this is just over the course of one run. And I can't think of anybody who's had a championship run as much as I love them all. Hell, as much as I love Brett. I can't think of a Brett run that has been as fire as this Roman run. That's a totally legit argument. There's a legit argument for it. I haven't put in the thought, so I'm just not going to give an answer right now. But that's the smartest. <laughs> this run has been it. This run has been crazy. Um, it's it's really been awesome. Um, yeah, I, that's all I can say about it. I mean, Romans, Romans, and you know, he's in God mode. Uh, let's keep it moving with. Mail Heath, dear 24-7 champ, dip and SGG. Following the last SmackDown QR code, and remember this one now is eight days ago, this email, so uh, keep that in mind. Following the last SmackDown QR code for the White Rabbit, is it possible that whomever is behind uh, the White Rabbit has acknowledged the chosen ones and the honorary juice? In the clue, there was the term Azazel Reborn, a reference to a Jewish legend about a demon who comes at Yom Kippur as a scapegoat bearing the si- the sins of the Jewish people. Seems like acknowledgement to me. All I know is that if the next clues involve a background track featuring MC Search, <laughs> footage of Barry Horowitz pinning Skip, or the latitude and longitude of Katz's Deli, then we are dealing with a great guy, and the fiend may have become the mensch. Yours truly, Keith Harrington. <laughs> honorary juice adjacent. But dude, you are the honorary juice you, adjacent. You are. That was a mage, mage, mage message. I really appreciate that. Um, I do have to have someone before we, we 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 probably should have someone make a chosen ones and honorary juice shirt made right now. Yeah, it's the question is: Do we do two shirts or do we do like the the you know honorary juice somewhere else on the same shirt? Hmm. You know that's that's the thing design wise, because I I mean, it's it's because t shirts can't go 
Is there such thing as a t-shirt that you can just wear either direction? Oh, just like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Cause the neckline, right? Can, the neckline. What, but what about reversible? Yeah. But then, but then if, the, the pl- if you're a guy who doesn't wear an undershirt, right. Then the design, like depending on how it's printed on the shirt. Yeah. Right up against your skin. You don't want that. I don't, I would imagine you don't. I mean, I, I always I go undershirt, I but I don't know. 12? I don't know about some of our listeners. Uh, you, might not. You, you always wear undershirt. Always. What does that mean? What about uh, what about when you're just wearing a t-shirt? Undershirt, like it could be a, a a shirt, it could be a, a you know the undershirt, like a t-shirt under. But there's there's never like shirt straight on skin, never. Well, there has to be the undershirt is the yeah shirt yeah, but no, skin. that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Like the outerwear is not straight on the skin. <laughs> like the shirt that you see, there's a protective barrier between me and the shirt that you see, and that's the undershirt. What, why are you so into the undershirt? I feel like, I feel like it's a necessary piece of clothing, and don't. But why? That's just how I feel. It's, it's, that doesn't. It's that's my not a most good comfortable. Enough answer. It's my most comfortable is when I'm with oh, Troy's anti undershirt. Uh, well, no, but you know what? Here's the thing, Troy. I feel you. I was always an undershirt guy, right? And so I'm going to say this with all due respect. And I then, feel like all due respect I, means it's coming with some disrespect, but go ahead. That's go ahead right. Say you, know, you, you know how this yeah, works. Yeah, I do. Um, uh, but then I grew up and I said, yeah, not every shirt is that comfortable, but it looks better. So that's it. Looks, that's, it looks better than no undershirt? You yes. Think? If you can spot undershirt, it doesn't look great. In my opinion, whether, whether, that's, a, whether that's with a sweatshirt Certainly, if you see it through like a, a dress shirt, I never want anyone to see an undershirt. Um, it, to me, it's whack when you're wearing you're dressed up, but I can see that you have a wife beater on under your. <laughs> I know that word's not appropriate not, anymore, but it's, I, I'll tell you what one of my I'm friends not, moms not, called I, it. I, <laughs> it's even what's what? even worse. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> oh, even worse! <laughs> it is. Um. Anyways, well, I digress. Let's take one more here. Um. Male. Uh, Ryan Wilson says, I'm a Pete guy, not a stat guy, Greg, and great guy, Dip. I don't know what he means there. That was like his intro, but I don't fully think he, think he loves you a lot. And, and then, like, loves, he'll, he'll take me and Dip because he loves you. I don't, that's what I'm getting. I don't know. Okay. I could be wrong. He goes, Every time I see MJF doing any media, it is Dip this, Dip that. And one of the biggest dip marks, admittingly way below the guy sending him LJNs every week. I really enjoy this. But the sheer amount lately honestly has me a little concerned over the future of the Cheap Heat podcast. Is something going on? MJF mentions a podcasting opportunity on an albeit much lower tier show that I am treating like a QR code on (laughs) WWE TV. Is the trail leading to a potential major heel turn by Dip? Hear me out. Dip sees Pete post a picture of him and MJF on Twitter, similar to Hogan trying to steal Miss Elizabeth from Macho, and the Mensha powers explode, throwing Pete through the bagel shop <laughs> window, dropping the <laughs> throwing Pete through the bagel shop window, dropping the custom tailored extra schmedium leg on the cheap Pete universe. Is Shoemaker the third man pulling the strings at the ringer? Can you please squash this theory for me? Ryan. P.S. Sorry about Kanye. 
you're you're not responsible yeah, for Kanye. Kanye, no Kanye one, is no an one asshole. Is. Yeah, and that's 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 all on his own. Um, I don't think anyone has to worry. Let me tell you something about Dipperstein. If he ever is going to leave this podcast, it's because he simply has no more time to do a podcast. A, I don't think that's going to happen either. But my point is, the only thing that I think would ever threaten Dipperstein on this podcast would be his work. And do we see MJF podcasting about wrestling? He he seems to me like the guy who who doesn't want to be boxed in, who's trying to branch out into a lot of different areas that I feel like the way he is doing the wrestling thing, he has it on lock. So his next thing that he branches out into, like those next ventures in the, the forums that you see MJF in otherwise, won't necessarily all roads lead back to to graps, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let me say this about MJF. You're a great guy. <laughs> Um, so no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be worried about that whatsoever. I'm not concerned about it. I feel great about everyone. I'm very happy. Listen, MJF is getting a lot of love out there and he's been doing a lot of media. And I do want to address this because everyone knows that there's clearly a relationship with Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Um, one day there will be the cheap heat MJF conversation. He said as much on Sam Roberts show that. He's like, he's been doing a lot of media. This is the one that, he, this is the last one that he said he feels like he needs to do. Is which one? Cheap Heat. Oh, he said that on he Sam's show? He said that on Sam's show that he's been, he's been everywhere. Cheap Heat is the, I got to clip it for you, but he said it on Sam's oh, wow. show that this is the last that. one that he feels like All, all anyone told to me do. on Twitter was that he put over dip. No one said that he put over Cheap Heat. He did. He did. That, well, that's why you have me. Thank that's you. why you have me. Doing the- Doing the listen, it's not often that you do the work, but it, when it comes to stats anymore, but that, you watch the Sam. How was Sam and MJF? It was good oh, stuff. Of course, I mean they they go way back, so I'm sure that that had something to do with the fact that it was just a a great interview. They both seemed comfortable, a lot of great back and forth. I mean, he baked us up, so you know, love it. So you enjoyed it. solid interview. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, you know what time it is now. Now, it's a lot of options this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll let you go first, SGG. The Shad Gaspard Black Power Rankings. I am going to give it to Bianca Belair. From the EST yep. of CHP to the EST of WWE. Don't go back last week and look at my prediction. It doesn't matter. We're going to call that water under the bridge. <laughs> but I will say that prior to Extreme Rules, she sat down with a gentleman from BT Sport whose, whose name um, is escaping me. But he pointed out that if she won against Bailey, the path will be clear for her to reach a major milestone in WWE as she would become the first black woman to hold a championship for more than 200 days and she did that mm-hmm. so now of course the path is clear for her to do that uh, 200 days incoming but to celebrate the win i'm gonna go with bianca Belair as my pick and i'm gonna celebrate by uh playing this never never before played on the cheap heat podcast uh situation Hey, y'all, what's up? This is Bianca Belair, the EST of WWE, the strongest, the fastest, the roughest, the toughest, the quickest, the greatest, the best. And I'm hanging out real late with Pete Rosenberg. Ooh, ooh. 
Hear that? <laughs> one of the one of the I got I love them so much. She's a Pete. She's a Pete guy. Did you hear it? Oh my god. Oh my god. Did you hear it? Hey y'all, what's up? This is Bianca Belair, the EST of WWE, the strongest, the fastest, the roughest, the toughest, the quickest, the greatest, the best, and I'm hanging out real late with Pete Rosenberg. Wow. This is the biggest reveal on the show. And you know what it reminds me of? Montez is also a Pete guy. They're Pete, they're they're Pete both fam. Pete guys. We gotta see what Angelo Dawkins if Angelo Dawkins goes, Pete, you're three for three. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, the only word that the only word that's hopping right now is Pete is yeet. <laughs> yeet. You don't say yeet. <laughs> Yo, I went. I stopped by the uh, merch stand. So at, at WWE shows, there's a a merch stand backstage where all the talent goes to get their shirts. So every week they got to get a new shirt. They go get it. They work. They wear it to the so ring. So I went over. And to where to the ring. So I occasionally go over and browse. And every once in a while, I'm you know, gifted a little something. Hey, take, you can take this one, whatever. I, don't, I haven't done it in a very long time, but um, they're, they're generous guys. So I, I pop by to take a look and see what was there and sort of sniff around. And he was like, oh, what are you looking for? And I said, oh, let me see the honorary ooze. And he said, uh, the only, here's the thing, though. The shirts there are only the size of the town. <laughs> right. But they have a lot of them. That's why they can afford to give one away, right? They have a whole stack of them, but it's just the size of the town. Makes sense. And 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 the, the honorary ooze is rocking a schmedium. I couldn't get it. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. And it's and it's crazy. And um <laughs> Roman and the Usos, Roman and the Usos only wear a large. Wow. Because everyone needs to show how jacked up they are. I mean, uh, Solo Solo Sokoa is the only two X in the group. I feel that. that that's why he's the street champion. Oh no, the only that's X. Why he's the, the only X because he's for the people. That's right. That's right. Um, all right. Uh, my Black Power ranking. Uh, you did Bianca Belair, which is a really obviously solid, solid choice. It's the EST. It's, it's the best. It that was where I was going to go because, and I I, I will. I'm going to stay Bianca Belair as well because, you know, I thought Bailey would win, and I thought, frankly, that would have made sense, and we we needed to recharge Bianca. The way that she won the match, the match was done so well by both of them that it really ended up succeeding and making Bianca more mage. Yeah. Did you see that crowd like, shot I ended, of of yeah, and her facials, yo, her. Bianca's understanding of like facials and how to like give the the camera what it needs, it's it just made the moment hit. And so I was like, you know what? I stand corrected. I'm not mad that they went this route. So I will also go with Bianca Belair. Um all right, guys, write us your emails, Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you in the coming week. And uh for Troy the Goy. The Dip and SGG. I'm your forever 24 7 champion, Pete or Peter Rosenberg. And we'll catch you guys next week. Stay Stay patient. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce. Shout out to that guy, Greg. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mitch. 
This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side by side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 